This is Flights, the weekly podcast where we review random topics ranging from food and wine to politics and culture. We take these topics and break them down into four sections, which are rated individually. My name is Billy Langley, and my friends and I welcome you to the show. Yeah, before, before we get started, I just want to tell you a quick story about the uh, with the awkward thing we were talking about. The, I had this, the, the story was my first kiss was I've been dating this girl and this is like the ninth grade so dating meaning like you know went to the movies with her on Friday nights and stuff like that and finally got up the nerve to like hold her hand in the movies or something like that and I never kissed a girl before and the next so it was cemented like I have a girlfriend now yeah awesome like first like actual like kind of girlfriend and I'm walking her to like her bus and uh She's about to get on the bus, and I think I'm like the smoothest, and I'm, I'm right. She's about to leave. I was like, you know, I'm not gonna let you go without getting a kiss, right? Like, fucking, like nailed it. Tom Cruise. Yeah, and then I proceeded to smash my face into her. Ha! <laughs> like, <laughs> cut my lip on her braces. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, wow. uh, yeah. So I was, I was getting out the gate. Casanova. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed together for a year, so it must have. <laughs> She liked the pain. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, well, I guess with that, we'll go ahead and get started All right. with uh, this episode of Flights. This will be the first uh, standard episode of Flights that I recorded this season. This oh, is fun. Nice. Thanks for being uh, Thanks for being my first guest. I'm happy to be your first. Be gentle. Yeah, I'll try not to smash my face into your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, uh, this episode, we're going to talk about civil servants. Um, if, if you don't know what a civil servant is, that's uh, for the purpose of this show it's basically someone in the public sector that they're employed by the by a government department or agency it's like a school teacher or a mailman or something like that um civil servants have been around i think since uh, like the british empire i'm saying i think as i look at my notes like i'm going off the top of my head here but no in in the british empire like it got so big that they needed to control you know security and and uh information delivery and stuff like that so they started employing people to do that and that's kind of leaked down into, you know, that, that model of state for heads of years. And they're very important. I don't think people know how much they use, you know, you know, any starting with teachers and then on into like, you know, uh, just infrastructure stuff. So like people that build roads and things like that. Those yeah. are generally government contracts and things like that. Um, but a lot get a, get a bad rap, which uh, is why the subject can be tricky because one, they're paid for by tax dollars. So if you're, if you've ever driven in the interstate in Atlanta, they've never stopped building it. Apparently, <laughs> like they're just not going to stop, <laughs> like ever. <laughs> like yeah. there's, and that you know, and it can get annoying. It can get stressful. And you know, for someone like me, like I'll get on a high horse and just be like, well, I, I don't see why we wouldn't just do everything at night because yeah. yeah, I know how to spend my tax dollars. <laughs> and um, if people stop moving here. Yeah, and then for some, you know, if you talk about like a, like a police officer, so something like that in particular, especially now, like uh, factors like class and race will weigh heavily on your opinion or on your community opinion mm-hmm. of them. Um, and, and so it makes them easy targets. So uh, I guess uh, we can get ready to tear down some heroes <laughs> or uh, champions of people that make our day-to-day existence possible. Does that sound good? Hip, hip, hooray. <laughs> That's it. Well, okay, we're going to uh, review on a scale of 1 to 10, as usual. Uh, 1 means uh, generally a negative review, and 10 is a wholly positive review. In, in, uh, in this flight, basically, you're going to base your review on your personal experience Okay. with said civil servant. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and get started with that. 
and we're going to start off with firefighters. Now, um, fire brigades have been around for like I think two thousand years or something like that. I think in, in Egypt they had fire brigades whenever they were building their. You really researched this. I did. <laughs> I did, and that, that's just to give you a little, little perspective on how how important these people can be. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, firefighters, I've never been in a house fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, my only experience has been if I was in a car accident and they just kind of have to show up. But I did once have a friend that had a cat stuck in a tree. And uh, the the cat, had, and these cats are kind of dumb, and it climbed about 25 <laughs> feet in the air, and it's just yeah. stuck in this tree. And cats can climb up, but they can't climb down. It's just not a skill they possess, I guess. And uh, so we were like, nobody has a 25-foot ladder in our yeah. neighborhood, and we're like, the fire department's a mile away. Let's call them. That's classic, right? <laughs> That's a slice of Americana. That's a bit. It is. They won't do it. What? They wouldn't do it. So, and the idea we asked, and they said, well, if they're there, then if they get a call, then it would shorten their response time. Literally a half a mile, maybe a mile away from the fire station. Oh, they playing PlayStation? Yeah, I know. What? <laughs> a lot of times they're just hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it's a cat in a tree. You're a firefighter. <laughs> Surely, you've ran across this trope. <laughs> it's come up. You apparently weren't paying your taxes, Billy. Yeah, I mean, but uh, <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. I guess not. Well, I'm going to stick it to him now. Take that, firefighters. But, um, no, on the other hand, <laughs> they, uh, you know, a firefighter is also willing to go into places that other people don't. Yeah. yeah have you ever been in a house fire? Or? I've never been in a house fire. I have caused a hill fire. <laughs> when I was, this was probably middle school, I was with my friend Justin Beasley, and we were in the neighborhood next to us shooting off fireworks. And we put probably about five fireworks together we like tied the all the um, what are those, fuses together mm-hmm. and it was it was right on the side of this big hill that was covered in kudzu and it was a dry summer and we lit it and then ran away and we're like oh it's about to blow up it's a nuclear bomb <laughs> yeah. and then we turn around we didn't hear anything as we're running and then we turn around and literally half the hill is already on fire <laughs> it, it, it like shot up because it was all just like dead vegetation it just shot up and this hill is catching on fire. Luckily, there weren't any houses around right. in this part of the neighborhood. Luckily. But the fire, we just ran away, of course. I mean, we're like 13 and 12. Like, right. oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll go. We'll just run. <laughs> and then we ran away back to his place. And then all of a sudden, maybe a few minutes later, you hear all these sirens. And then his, his dad was home. And he was like, oh, where are all those sirens outside? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, I don't know, I don't know. So then we all, all three of us, act like we don't know what's going on. Because the neighborhoods were connected, like yeah. just between this path. Mm-hmm. So we walk over there to look, because you could hear the sirens going in that neighborhood. And we're looking, and he's like, oh man, what happened here? And I wasn't going to say anything, and Justin was like, well, it was it was us. And I was like, what? Justin. He's like, it was you, Justin. <laughs> you told me. <laughs> you told me to like that. But then we had to go down there and just say, it was us. And like, when you're that age... Going through my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to go to juvie. I'm gonna get beat up. I'm gonna have to eat ramen and just rectangle pizza. But they were like, oh okay, well uh, just don't do it again. So I, I'm, I'm, I think highly of firefighters because they just let it slide. They didn't even like try to make an example out of us to scare us and put us in the back of the truck or anything, right. you know, like a policeman would do. That's 
That's that's surprising yeah. to me. Yeah, they didn't. I guess because there was no real damage. Thank mm-hmm. goodness there weren't houses around because it right. was dry and it shut up quickly. Yeah. Well, kids, kids are going to be kids, I guess. <laughs> I like that. You, yeah, I like that y'all return to the scene of the crime. Oh, and I was just going to play it cool, just like, yeah, I don't know what. Well, this is crazy. Yeah. But then Justin did the right thing. Just the right thing. Yeah, I guess so. Snitch. Yeah, so immediately I went to snitch. Like, I guess he did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. I guess he had honor. <laughs> Good lesson. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. Well, we can go ahead and move on to our next uh, civil servant, and that's a uh, uh, politicians. Ooh. Yeah. And I don't think <laughs> I don't think I really need to define what a politician is, but basically that's someone who's involved in influencing uh, public policy and decision making, uh-huh. and they get elected. And uh, I uh, have zero personal experience with a politician, but politics you know, affects everyone all the mm-hmm. time. And so I can't remember what the quote is, Jefferson or Thomas Paine or something, but if you take no interest in politics, politics will still take an interest in you. Mm. Yeah. It's heady stuff here. It's heavy. Yeah, I want Thomas Paine, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm generally of the opinion of uh, there, I think a lot of politicians have, Obama is a great example, in you know, from my outside perspective. Of someone, I think, who is very wide-eyed and very intent on doing what he perceives as the right thing. And then, but he was only a senator for, I think, six years or something. He was like a junior senator when he was elected. And uh, once you get into the machine and find out how the sausage is made, you can't just jump in and go, hey, gay people can be married and like gun control and whatever and all this stuff. It is a process. Uh, how do you feel about politicians? Uh, I mean, they're expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my, my personal experience with politicians would have to be on a, a local level. Mm-hmm. And I had a, one of my friends in high school, his dad was actually, I don't remember what, I don't remember what his office he held. And this was in Marietta, Georgia. I don't remember what office he held, but it was election time. And they, he had put up a bunch of signs. This was not far from Marietta Square. And one of my friends lived in that area, and we stayed that night. This was in high school and got drunk on apple vodka because that's what you do yeah. when you're 17. Right. But, and then you drive, of course. Uh, <laughs> you move up from arson to DUI. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't drive, for the record. But we, we drove to Waffle House is what mm. we were doing. It was like 2 in the morning. And then we're sitting at Waffle House, and we see outside there's a sign. I won't say the, the person's name just for whatever that because they're going to hear In case they're listening. In case they're listening. I have a big civic (laughs) (laughs) follow-up. But we saw one of his big signs. He had like a huge sign up and then a couple smaller ones. So then we decide to just, in our drunken state, to go and tackle these signs and then like punt them and like just having just drunken fun. And then the the next day, uh, apparently one of us like, narked or I don't know what happened but we ended up <laughs> Beasley there yeah <laughs> Justin Beasley was at him again but we pretty much long story short we had to end up calling we had to individually call the, the guy to apologize mm-hmm. to him for messing up his signs and he was all political about it like well you know we had it was a hot summer day and we had to be out there sweating and I was with my kids and my daughter was driving and she's only seven and it was a big family affair you ruined. And I'm like, nobody cares, but... <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It was just drunken high schoolers. Yeah. But 
So my experience with politicians is defacing their signs. Right, I and, I, and I think, yeah, and that's with the with the uh, the rating system, so I like to go with a personal experience, because theoretically you could think politicians are okay, but your personal experience with them is they're kind of stiff. They, but everybody's too, different, of course. Yeah, a little too precious about their signs. But yeah, they're all bought. What is it with uh, <laughs> drunk males and breaking things? It's ridiculous, man. This is testosterone, especially teenagers. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, we, we, I didn't give it up until five years ago. Oh, I, guess, I guess it is. Yeah, I just I don't drink as heavily as I used mm-hmm. to, so I don't I don't really. I just think back on when I was you know younger and drinking a lot. And, ah, ah, <laughs> just punching things. Just oh yeah, punching wall, wall headbutting. Yeah, wrestling, doing like drills, wrestling. I, um, fun. Yeah, I've, I've, I've witnessed my friends lift weights, like in competition drunk. Uh, really? Uh, yes. Like, um, there used to be trails of destruction from the bar to my house. I lived um, very close to the downtown area of my house, and it's, it's, it's a downtown square, and it's got about six or seven bars. And I would just, you know, I'd leave my car, mm-hmm. and walk home, and then on the way back, they would just be like knocked over flower pots. Totally. And, like, stop sign ripped down. And at first, you go, what? Jackass was wait a minute because you don't fully I wasn't fully blacked out it was just sort of in the it, it got put away go, that was my fault the the way I stopped that was uh, this was probably seven or eight years I guess a while ago um, walking home from the bar it was around Christmas time and uh, we saw people have their Christmas decorations up oh yeah yeah of course you got to destroy I did, we did that too personal nice property video. yeah so somebody's celebration on, on on the hill of this house kind of you know on the way home there was a um, a wire Christmas tree in the front yard and so I ran up the the hill and like uh, clotheslined it snapped it in half <laughs> everybody had a good chuckle went home probably ate a pizza and passed out <laughs> so the next day I gotta go and get my car because at least I'm responsible enough to, not, to drive drunk I am a vandal though yeah. <laughs> so in the front yard of this house is a very old man I want to say I'm very old uh, 70s and a little girl who was probably four or five years old and they're setting this tree back up oh, in the front yard Billy. you know and it's just you can just hear her just like why do they hate Christmas pop pop <laughs> <laughs> it's just the worst and I promise and, and I mean I wasn't like that wasn't all I did but it would happen the, van, the breaking things but I promise you since then I never have because it was because it immediately like there's a humanity to it if you just like drunkenly smash something and want me you I kicked off somebody's rear view mirror you don't have to like oh they've got to go get that replaced and it's going to cost a few hundred dollars and you just screwed their morning and because you were six Jager bombs in yeah you know just but, drunk and bored yeah so I think that's that me if you do have a problem with the <laughs> like that that could be that's how I was scared straight or I was just I was shamed straight <laughs> shamed straight if she wasn't so young. And he wasn't so old. <laughs> and it sounds like some dude, you know, and like of course. A, yeah, yeah, some guy in a Dale Earnhardt hat or something like that. I've been like, ah, oh, that was a bummer. Yeah, you did him a favor. But this was yeah, I got to see a this young kid. Yeah, and she probably, probably have to be like that. Well, some people just don't believe in Santa, Sally. Yeah, it's just witness the circle of life <laughs> and all the evil that can come with it. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, well that's that's a good politician story. The <laughs> we can go ahead and move on to the hot button. Civil servant. Those are police officers. Pigs. Yeah, pigs. Um, Five oh twelve. Yeah, that's. Sorry. All, <laughs> they still call them twelve. Is that 
I hope that came back. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's another really, really old, old profession. Um, super high stress job. I think anybody could agree. Um, I can see why they're criticized. And I also agree with the idea that the bad ones are overshadowed, or the good ones are overshadowed by the bad ones. Yeah. I don't really find... I hate when that argument is used as an excuse for, say, shooting people in the back seven times <laughs> as they run away. <laughs> hey, there are some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tough job, man. I would not want to be a cop. You couldn't pay me enough. They don't. They don't get paid. I guess I don't think they make that much money. They're not paid very well, are they? No, I don't think particularly. What was your research on that? Did in I know in my town, um, I used to do some construction and stuff like that, and I worked with some uh, that worked for the county sheriff's department, and almost all of them have second jobs. Wow. I think the city cops did a little bit better, but I don't think they're, you know, I don't I don't think they're living high on the hog. But you can say you know they're the bad ones get overshadowed by the good ones, but the one the one person I know that's a cop, I'm like really. This person, after yeah. not, I won't say they're unqualified, but this was the person in college who just drunk drove all the time. Mm-hmm. But I guess he graduated college and then decided to become a cop. But he he was um he was a rebel without a cause. So him with a gun is very unnerving. Yeah, but that's up in Tennessee, so that's not our problem. I know within my <laughs> stay away from Tennessee. I know in, in, in my I live in a relatively small town it's a uh, it's a college town I think it's maybe like a hundred thousand people or something like that and um, going to high school with people that became cops like that that um, kind of cliche of like oh the kind of like nobody people that get picked on a lot or don't really have a personality become cops and suddenly they're jackasses yeah yeah, yeah. is completely true <laughs> not across the board obviously but there are a lot of douchebags that I want to see. I don't remember them being douchebags but then they got a badge yeah a taser and a gun and suddenly you know and then they went to high school with me and I wasn't a great <laughs> student and kind of you know like you know just whatever you know I like to get high and, and do dumb stuff and you're more successful than them now <laughs> I might be I, like, I, might, I might just be and that's sad but um, <laughs> but no I've, I've been harassed and stuff like it at, like roadblocks and stuff like that by mm-hmm. them because they know me oh wow but I'm not I don't do anything you know I'm pretty clean cut guy no. Yeah, I mean I'm, I mean I don't even have like tattoos or piercings, and I'm white. <laughs> if you can't tell, uh, you know I got this hat from a newsie. I mean, <laughs> but uh, no, there's been you know like approaching the car with their hand on the gun, and it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know you're just checking for insurance and drunk people. Just <laughs> look at my papers and let me go, douchebag. When I was a kid, though, when I was an asshole, about 15 or so, some friends of mine. We had a mutual friend whose dad was a trucker, and so he'd be gone for weeks at a time. And we knew how to break into their house because his son would sneak out, so we knew how to get into oh, their house. Okay. And for some reason, he was, I'm not sure where the, the kid was, but uh, we all decided to go and steal this guy's, uh, you know, like a Camaro or a Trans Am or something like that, and go joyriding without licenses. How old were you? 15, okay. 14 or 15. Uh-huh. You're pretty young. Nobody had a license. I think one guy had a learner's permit. And uh, we eventually because we're just brilliant we're like driving through like the college and there's so on top of camp of, of regular cops there's also campus cops <laughs> yeah. so we're just like let's go to where there's the most cops <laughs> and uh and drive erratically and so we get pulled over and i remember it was pretty funny because the guy with the learner's permit was in the back seat and tried to get into the front seat oh into the driver's seat gosh. as if having a learner's permit <laughs> in a stolen car was going to make any difference in the world <laughs> 
Um, we actually got got out of it pretty much. We went down to the uh, the, the the campus jail or whatever, and the cops called our parents, mm-hmm. and that's all. Our parents had to you know, get four in the morning go pick us up from a police station, and uh, all they I mean they he didn't even so we didn't damage the car, and really this was irresponsible as a cop really. Uh, but he was a campus cop, so no. but uh, <laughs> we didn't damage the car or anything. So basically, we well, I think one of the, the fathers returned it, which again I thought was really like just somebody who didn't own it. Yeah, yeah, it. just yeah. like yeah, but whatever. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool of them because he knew what we were doing. Like we weren't like we weren't drunk, and we uh, I think we probably were high, but uh, you know, I guess we didn't have anything. <laughs> you on don't us. remember? I don't remember. <laughs> it, that's just a given at the time. <laughs> But I thought that was a pretty nice, like a pretty positive experience as far as like, kind of like the burning the hill thing, right? You know. Yeah. On the other hand, I, I really don't think that if I was a black kid, that that would have went down. And I sincerely believe that. You, I, I don't. Gotten... Yeah. I don't think one hundred percent. I mean, not everybody's racist, but you know, this the the stats are there, and I really don't think that if we were like Latino or black or, you know, if we were Asian, maybe they probably would have. Yeah, there are perks to being white, you know, but my white kind of, my white karma caught up to me with a cop when I was coming home from Limerick Junction. They do a show there on Tuesdays at uh, 10 p.m. in Virginia Highlands, but (laughs) I love promoting stuff. I was at at a red light, and it was, is that the corner? I can't remember where, it's where the the, um, Urban Outfitters and the Majestic Diner, that, Mm. I was at that intersection. And I was, I didn't realize there was a sign that said no right on red. Right. So I just turned right, you know, it was, it was, this was like midnight on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I turned right, not even thinking about it. And there's a cop coming the other way as I'm turning right. He li- I turn right, he literally busts a Yui, like straight chip style. <laughs> just fishtails the cop car around and pulls me over because I turn right at a red light. And this is when I, I drove, this was a 99 Camry. I had a busted windshield. This was in the wintertime. My window wouldn't roll down, so I had to open the door to talk to them and all this. And he was like, you know, you turn right on red back there, and that's illegal. I was like, in America? (laughs) You can't turn right on red in America? And I was was just, you know, I'd just done a show. I was feeling kind of punchy, I guess. But I didn't think he would actually, you know, write me a ticket. I was like, you know, I had no idea that that was the law. But if you look at my car, I can't really afford... You know, whatever. I tried to be civil about it. Mm. And he came back with a ticket. And I looked at it and I was like, really? Turning right on red? And I was like, you know, I can take you right down the street to where people are being shot right now. You know. And I, <laughs> Did you tell you told him? Yeah, I told him. Like, I was like, a ticket for right on red? I, I was like, I was red. <laughs> I was seeing red. I wasn't yelling. I was just like super sarcastic, which mm-hmm. is like my, my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> And then he, um, and I, he was like, well, he's like, well, don't talk back. I was like, I'm just saying Atlanta is a hub for human trafficking, and you're writing me a ticket <laughs> at 12 on a Tuesday for turning right on red. And he's like, I'll be right back. And he goes back and writes me another ticket. Mm. So I got two tickets for turning right on red. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, it was, I think one was failure to yield, and then he like wrote some other, some other things. So when I went to court, I contested the one ticket. And then they were like, all right, we'll bring another date. And I just now got the other court date that's going to be in April. And this was like two years ago. They are fighting it. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, what? Because those tickets, I mean, a couple hundred, 
No, especially the two. Books. Like, for turning right on red, I would understand if I was, I mean, if I was speeding about it, or if I just whipped it around right. or something. But I was literally just driving home at midnight on a Tuesday, and this guy's like, no. I am getting the merit badge tonight. <laughs> I guess that could be argued that that's not really, that's more of a municipal rule that the cops just enforcing. Right, right on red? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, the cops didn't yeah, put up yeah, the sign. Yeah, it's a rule. It's not a law. Right. I, I mean, it is a law. It's a law. There's, there's <laughs> a, no, I am, all right, I should say I, I was completely in the wrong. Right. But so was the cop. The cop was in the wrong for writing the ticket. Yeah. He should have just been like, oh, you didn't see the sign? All right, cool. We'll just know next time. Yeah, you know, I had yeah, I had one a guy pull me over in Edgewood. Like they have on Edgewood Avenue, there's one and there's like a train track and a red light, but the red light's not on a generally they're, they're suspended above, you know, the street on a horizontal bar. Well, this is kind of on a post to the right. Yeah. That you okay, you should probably see it. It's a red light. <laughs> But, you know, I kind of like, I'm aware, I look at intersections, even if I cross a green line, I'm sort of still kind of looking to see if anybody's coming, because people do run red lights, like I did. Um, and it's just this oddly placed red light. So the cop pulls me over, and he's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, I pulled you over, and I was like, well, I think I, I passed a bike or something? I don't know. Like, I had zero clue, and he yeah. could tell, and I don't live in Atlanta. And so he was just like, well, no, it's a red light there. And that was pretty much it. He just ran my, you know, and he could have been a douche. And yeah. he could have, and and even like if I was, you know, you could even use that against me if I say, oh, I don't, I don't see a red light. What do you mean? If I'm completely clueless. I could almost be like a reckless driving and on top of running a red light. So, yeah, I guess I I, w- I would side with you. I just wanted to play devil's advocate on who actually makes the rules because I think that with some of that, when people hate cops, the abusive cops and the ones that that you know use their badge as an excuse to take out all the because they're pissed off about home oh, yeah, or yeah. whatever their deal is, you know, fuck that, yeah. But um, sometimes it's like, you know, if you get arrested for a bag of weed, like that's a stupid law, hmm. but cops don't write the laws. Yeah, you know? it is. I mean, it is the law. Yeah. So there is yeah. a, like some of like the negative like attitude towards cops, I think, is a little unfounded because it's like, well, really, you should probably be more worried about the lawmakers and the laws that they have to enforce, even if they're dumb. Right on a red light at night, even if that's a high traffic area. So you make it like no right on red between four and seven. Totally. Absolutely. That, that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But midnight, and then they give you two tickets just because <laughs> just because you pointed out how inept the police are. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can, yeah, literally, like, it's, yeah, there, there's bigger problems than. Yeah, I thought, I was just trying lights. to help him. <laughs> right, yeah. Clearly. Really, mutual. yeah. You, yeah, you should get a key to the city. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir, for standing up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, gen- uh, I don't know. I think my opinion on cops is generally pretty even because I don't. They're so the bad ones are so bad. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, everybody has a job to do. I wouldn't want that job. I mean, like with the like the the kid that got shot with a toy gun and like it was a Cleveland or Cincinnati. I think it was Cleveland. Cleveland you know, that's a tough one. You know, and they they pretty much determined that like the cops did what they're supposed to do, but then they found all this other stuff that like the nine one one dispatcher didn't tell them that it was probably a kid. That it might be the person that called nine one one was like I think it's a kid it might be a toy gun. Mm-hmm. The nine one one dispatcher when they spoke to the police didn't say that they didn't pass that information along. Oh, like that, okay. if you listen to the tape of like between the dispatcher and the police, mm-hmm. but they didn't sh- like not that cops have to wait to get shot. Yeah, <laughs> but there are tasers and there are also like you can have a standoff and kind of determine maybe 
assess the situation. Yeah, you could do a beach entrance into that. <laughs> right, instead of just like, into it. there he is! Let's, <laughs> I've been waiting to use this thing. They were probably at the end of their shift, like, let's just get this over with and get out of here. Oh, I think maybe they're cramming it in. Like, we haven't shot it on our, we haven't shot, no. a, we haven't shot a black kid tonight. Can I have our quota? Fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, beyond that depressing note, um, we're going to move on to the final civil servant, which is a, a trash collector. Mm-hmm. Or a garbage man. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally, I've had pretty positive experiences with the, the garbage men in my, uh, I put trash out, trash goes away. Yeah. Really don't get any, no fuss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they tend to, uh, put my trash can back a little, a little messier than it could have been. I set it up neatly against the curb for them. Mm-hmm. They could, you know, they could put it back. But they're in a hurry. They got a lot of houses to hit. Yeah. And sometimes they don't take stuff outside the trash can. You know they could be they can be stingy or picky. <laughs> I was trying to determine what to actually call them, um, because I felt like like garbage man feels like a like an old term. Maybe might okay. be a little like un PC. So I was looking up some synonyms for garbage man, and to see what you think about them. Yeah, garbage collector. Okay. Are they collecting anything? I mean garbage. Yeah. Anything with the word garbage though. Yeah, it's, it's, trash. A, it's an aggressive it's, it word. It seems like a negative connotation. Yeah, so even trash collector, same thing. Plus, they're not collecting it. Trash man. Trash man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a superhero, or just again, just puts an ego. Now, here's the ones that I found. Like these are supposed to be legitimate terms. Recycling tech. Nice. <laughs> That's one you put on the resume. That's the ultimate horseshit. Yeah, yeah. that is like well, yeah, I, I was in the sanitation industry. Uh, a, uh, a a sanitation engineer. That's the one that popped in my head. I right. was thinking sanitation engineer. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, basically you take a nice word for what it is you actually do, and then you put engineer or technician no. at the end of it, and then it makes you seem like you're not a guy that rides on the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> and collects trash. And collects trash. Um, I like sanitation man. Mm. Okay. I'm going to go with sanitation man as my, that's, that's from now on. I think I may go with sanitation liaison. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even know if that works, but in my head, no, I was that like, worked. No, because yeah, they're the liaison between the landfill and your house. Yeah, right. Which, but you could say they are technically collecting the garbage because it is going somewhere and yeah. collecting. It's a lot. Sanitation liaison. When I was in a, a college, I went to a liberal arts school, which is really just a Hogwarts for hippies, and we had. <laughs> We had a J term every January, mm-hmm. and my freshman year class was garbology, which was the study of like garbage and landfills and just the whole system and everything. And there were others like water and energy, you know, and minimum wage. Those were all in there. But uh, garbology, you didn't laugh at minimum wage, Billy. Was there a garbologist? <laughs> there was. It was taught. <laughs> it was taught by a music teacher named Agnes Wan. <laughs> And she had no idea what was going on. And mm-hmm. she just told us if we show up, we'll pass. <laughs> wow. That is a the, liberal. The class was the class was pass or fail mm-hmm. is how they did them. Yeah. But, but we would go to like landfills and just see like they pretty much, you know, lay trash down, compact it, then put a tarp over it. Lay trash down, compact it, put a tarp over it. But there is, it's, it's rough. There's a lot of trash. Yeah. So that's probably an, an unsung job too. And it's like early in the morning and. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Early in the morning just sounds like it hurts you. Yeah, just to think about it. Just, uh. Comedians, man, we sleep. Garbage in the afternoon? Why not? <laughs> but it's, uh, that morning, anything in the morning, you're like, Oof. 
Oh, I'm a yeah, I, I'm a chef, so it's very. I'm like a get up at four thirty a.m. Mm. on the reg. It's not as bad. It is as bad as it sounds. Honest, <laughs> but, you, but you get used to it. You get used to it. You learn the art of the nap. Okay, well we've gone over all our our four civil servants. I guess it's time to rate. Let's go ahead and rate firefighters based on personal experience. We'll let the guests go first. Joel, tell us what you think about firefighters on a scale of one to ten. And one was you. Yeah, just can't stand them. Okay. And five is your neutral, and then ten, ten is yeah. Love some firefighters. I'm gonna go with an eight on firefighters. Okay. Because they let me off the hook when I was thirteen. Right. Right. Yeah. Then well, you know what? In their job title, they just have to fight the fire. Yeah, you know, so we, they did we that. Didn't, so. We didn't start the fire, right? You know, yes, I'm was, sorry, that was not <laughs> not according to Beasley. <laughs> and I knew a fi- only firefighter I knew was named Stony, and he was he was bald and just really funny. So I think all firefighters are bald and funny. Okay, that's a that's a that's a good that's a stereotype. Good stereotype. Yeah, we'll go with that. Oh, the bald funny guys with the trucks. <laughs> um, I, I'd give uh, firefighters. I'm gonna give them nine. I think uh-huh. I think being a firefighter is that's terrifying. Like to, when you actually get into the thirty-seven story high rise is on fire. Yeah. Or you're like you know, like nine eleven first responders that kind of thing. Like that's a ten. Yeah. But that fucking cat. I was gonna say the cat. You're I had a cat. Nine. Yeah, I had the cat. The cat in the tree. That's only one point. Okay. What's a cat? Like on the I own cats, but on the level of pet, you know, like on you know, you can get another cat. There's more cats, <laughs> right? There's more cats. There's, there's, there's plenty of cats. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there are tons of them. But, mm-hmm. but really, you know, but you so see, you lost a point on that one. You almost had it. Carrollton Police or Fire Department. They were a mile away. They were, I should. <laughs> I should have gone higher. I should have gone ten now. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, what is your rating for politicians? Oh man, I. I gotta give him a one. Wow. No, you know what? I'll give him a three because it is a service, and there are some trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. but just what it's become is just a three. Right. <laughs> I would probably tend to agree with you on that and give him a three. I'm gonna steal your rating based on that. And I think what happened, you know, like I said, what I think happens is people, or a lot of people, have the best of intentions, and then they get into the system and instead of like standing up to it they just sort of like well i'm gonna acclimate to what everybody else does yeah and just sort of toe the line and tell people what they want to hear and then when i get elected just do whatever i'm gonna do anyway yep yeah i think that's that's why there's like a lot of you know like on the right there's a lot of backlash against obama because now he's at he's a lame duck president but he's sort of not giving a fuck and just going like, no, this is what we're gonna do now because you can't unelect me. Yeah. <laughs> like so, executive orders. Yeah, he that. does not care yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. But uh, that aside, though, they're probably the cause for a lot of. You know what? A politician is behind that no red, no right turn on red side. You're right. You know, some sort of like yeah. county or city municipal employee. Just to have something to put on their resume. Yeah. I passed the no right on red. You got to say something at the meeting or yeah. somebody's going to ask why you're there. <laughs> so you just make up some shit. And like, oh, this random... <laughs> these these right hand turns have got to go. Yeah. Got to go. People are living life too conveniently. I hope they, I hope that the cop that pulled you over was trained to react that passionately like that it's just defcon one yeah he has like he made the sign (laughs) with his own hands you didn't see my sign (laughs) 
but you know what? I don't I don't turn <coughs> right on red anymore, so I learned my lesson. Well, with that, what rating would you give police officers? I'll I'll give them a I'll give police a seven. Mm. Because that is a terrible job. <laughs> yeah. I would not want to have to go into situations they have to go into or just anytime you see a cop like I wouldn't want to have that effect on people like even us like right. saying like all right we don't have warrants or you know or mm. we're white um even when a cop gets behind you you're like uh-oh oh, yeah. oh no you, you tense up mm-hmm. even just because it's a cop so like I wouldn't want people to always be on edge around me just like ah. I always wonder if when cops are driving home as I'll see, you'll see like cop cars from different precincts or, or whatever, like different cities, like in the city that you're in, and they're behind a car and they're going the speed limit. And I wonder if the cops really annoyed that the car in front of them is like, "Come on, I know it says 50, but nobody does 50." You know, like because I just see it, like I could just tell it, you know, like they're just like kind of tail, like not tailgating, but you could just tell that that cop would much rather be going at a human speed and not the kind of yeah. And it's like they're either just having to go and like help a domestic dispute yeah. or whatever or they're sitting there just waiting on someone to like speed yeah. by like it's it would not I don't I don't see any part of that being fun yeah so I give them a seven just out of the goodness of my heart yeah or even if it's like yeah or even like if you pull over somebody for speeding and then that person takes their day out on you oh and you dude. have to do that yes <laughs> yeah you um, just never know and that's a job you like wake up and you're like oh I may not live right. to see my job you know as a comedian you're like, oh, well, I may not live on stage, but I'll survive. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> right. I would, uh, God, it's hard. Uh, it's personal experience. So I would go with a seven just because, like I said, I've, there's, my experience has been largely negative, but, and that's not due to the fact of me doing illegal things. I mean, just my day to day, just sort of the way some, or at least in a smaller town, definitely the way police officers carry themselves mm-hmm. it's like it might be annoying that you give that you give people that sort of fear right when you see them but a lot of them just lean into that and yeah you know you're right yeah you know? you're totally right yeah but uh that and the but on, on a broader broader level the police are just out of fucking control and it's crazy and like, they have to wear those uniforms yeah <laughs> so that's that's you know yeah. the seven just for having to wear that every day right yeah it seems like there's a lot of extra stuff on their belts that they don't need yeah because um, they generally just use their guns. <laughs> That's probably why they're so angry now. They're like, we have this. We've had the same uniforms. Look at the NFL. They get new uniforms every year. And they took away those cool hats. They're kind of like the wrong oh, top yeah, hat. With the brims. Yeah, with the brims. Yeah, yeah. the Smokey the Bear hat. Yeah. Or even be yeah. God, that's cold blooded. See, that's that's why they're angry. Get in the hat. Yeah, they don't they don't have cool uniforms. <laughs> okay, we'll go ahead and move. that's what. Wow, we just solved it. We just cracked the case. Yeah, and this we is be gonna, cops <laughs> <laughs> with cool hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull them over for turning right on red. But what's my headgear situation going to be? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that we'll move on to uh, sanitation. Liaisons, yeah, we'll <laughs> that. trash troopers, trash troopers. Uh, it's uh, a toter tipper was another one. But oh wow, yeah, <laughs> toter tipper. So what is your rating on garbage men? I'm gonna stick with the classic. I'm gonna uh, go with a ten. Yep, I support their hustle. Right, they're yep. out there doing dirty man's job. I once uh, had an armadillo die in my front yard, and you're supposed to call like animal control, and they carry leprosy, I think. Oh wow! And what? <laughs> wow! 
But instead of doing that, we put it in a bag in a box and then threw it in my dumpster a few days before the trash pickup. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, some guy dumped that. Yeah. <laughs> and had to, like, contend with the smell of a dead armadillo. And you know what? That's probably not the worst smell he had that day either. <laughs> he might not have even noticed. He probably didn't notice. What a refreshing change. Between all the human fingers and you know, <laughs> fetuses that are in those trash cans. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. That may have just been my neighborhood. You're right. <laughs> that sounds like a happen in town. <laughs> I'd give him a 10. I've had no negative experience with a garbage van. They'll, they'll wave you by, you know, when yeah. you're behind them. Wave yeah. you by and they... They're getting out in the sun. You know, they're just hanging on. What other job are you just hanging on to the side of a vehicle? Right. What Even even firemen have to wear seatbelts. But Garbage Man is like the last frontier of like, yeah, no clicker or ticket for you guys. Yeah. You guys are doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Cleaning up. <laughs> Why is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> um, so I think what we've learned here is that uh, I think it's funny that the, the people with the most dangerous jobs... We've rated lower than <laughs> someone who essentially just picks up a bucket and dumps it into another bigger bucket. <laughs> but, with respect, though, we re- we respect the people with the dangerous jobs. We do respect, yeah. And I've never heard of garbage man brutality. It's true. There's no no profiling. Yeah. I'm not dumping that case. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great point. They discriminate, but I, I, you know, we respect all. All of those occupations, none of which I would want to do, but all that need to be done. Yeah, well, that's that seems like a good place to close it. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that's it for this episode of Flights Podcast. Um, Joel is a Atlanta comedian, a podcast host of the Hot Breath Podcast. He uh, teaches a comedy class at High Wire Comedy Indicator. He hosts Java Monkey Indicator Wednesday nights. And if you'd like to give us some information on how to find you... Now would be a great time. Yeah. Joel Byers Comedy is my website that has my schedule, and all my social media is at Joel Byers Comedy. Check it out. <laughs> hot breath. Hot breath. <laughs> cool. Really well, just go on iTunes, search Hot Breath Podcast, yeah. and just leave a review. Click five stars. You don't have to even type anything. You don't even have to listen. Just you don't go, have to listen. Just go leave the review. Yeah, if you have an iPhone right now, if you have an iPhone, open up the podcast app. Okay. Okay. Now hit the magnifying glass. Search Hot Breath Podcast. A list will pop up. At the bottom, click on Hot Breath Podcast. Click Reviews, and then underneath Reviews, we'll say Write a Review. Just hit five stars and submit. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a commercial. <laughs> that is. That's gonna be my new commercial. That's like a, cr- a tutorial on how to leave a review. You should. That's a. Not many people instruct plugs that well. Thank you so much. I'm desperate. <laughs> we'll leave in desperation then. Awesome. Cool. That was fun. You can find Flights on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr, Flights Podcast, and YouTube and SoundCloud at The Flights Podcast. Like, subscribe, and share, and then visit our website at theflightcastnetwork.weebly.com to meet the entire Flights family. Thanks for listening.